traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Freedom is a major issue. That's why I chose to name this collection the Legalized Freedom Collection. That's the name of the tour. Gear up. Get your merch. Let everybody know you represent that freedom. Let them know you support what we're doing. You you check out the podcast. We got hoodies, caps, some t-shirts, new t-shirt designs coming as well. But uh, stock up now. Legalized Freedom Tour merch. Do we have a promo code or anything? We do, but only if you're inside of the Discord, which is another reason why you should sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. So when you get a chance, check out the merch store. Uh, Always dropping new stuff. We're thinking about some coffee mugs, maybe. You know, you never know what we're going to drop. So you go to chingobling.com, click store, click merch, and uh, you could shop your little heart out. Have a great time. Knock yourself out. Now, speaking of... Thea members and agents of the Mm -hmm. Tamal Intelligence Agency. These are proud to pay supporters. They're directly funding the growth of this show and the studios. And never before ever done. We're adding a new tier. Yeah. Super entry level. Super entry level for those of us, for those of you that want to join the Discord because you like Discord or you like chatting, you like that whole messenger kind of uh, interaction. We're going to have an informant tier. So it's $1 a month yeah. if you want just access to the Discord that doesn't give you access to any uh, bonus episodes or vo- videos or audio or anything. It's just for the Discord. You get access to the general chat room for a dollar a month. Yeah, that's like the main chat room. Yep. But uh, I think that's a steal. Yeah. That's a super steal because if you already listen to the show and you hear us talk about the agents and the community mm-hmm. and the Discord and the chat and just the direct connection at all times, um, hell, you can't beat that. No. That's a dollar. And that was like one of the main things that was like behind the paywall that yeah. only agents could access. But an agent suggested it. Say, call it the informant tier, do it a dollar, give them some access to some of the Discord. Yep. And uh, I'm excited about it. So uh, don't hesitate. Do it now. Take action. And you already support the show. Might as well take take that little leap of faith and uh, meet us on the dark side. It's todo. Enjoy the podcast. For sure. Listos. Ladies Listos. and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, shit. Gather around. Gather around. This is RPT. Big dog. Can I get a big dog? Big dog. There you go. We bringing the gospel this morning. <laughs> Easter. You know, Easter may have passed, but we still have our resident choir Dude, in the you're building. right. We didn't even talk about it. I am your host, Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob in the building. Are you purposely getting uh, further away? I'm like Putin, dog. I'm paranoid. They're like, what's going on with his mental status? Okay. You know, he's he's ready to lash out. You thinking those close to you might turn on you? Hey, I'm man, like, somebody might be KGB. Somebody. <laughs> hey, man, look at uh, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, bro. He said a MLK. But hey, I ain't got my tinfoil hat on this this early. Damn, he went there this early in I the mean, morning. I mean, you know, he, I think he was an operative. Yeah, right. Uh, this is right. Arrepete. This is the hottest show you about to have. This is about to be the best hour of your day. Yes, of your week. Yeah, probably your life. <laughs> it's quite possible. Like, in the middle of this, while you listening to this, you might get some other good news, and then it might shift, That's right. you know, that one degree over and that'll affect the whole trajectory of what's to come because some things might be reframed for you there you go the boat's gonna go in a whole new direction we might disabuse you of opinions that have been assigned to you oof that's gonna be a tough one you know what i'm saying we build in community one tamal at a time they're gonna need all four of the weekly episodes in order to get there yeah definitely and what you do is you go to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales y'all already know uh all the premium members uh, later in the show we're gonna get to um the uh, member of the month. The TIA agent, agent of the month. TIA agent. Bro, the Discord and the Patreon have been hilarious. I mean, there, there have already been accusations and shenanigans of voter. Dumb under There's been machines. some like, I, you know, I can't say, I can't say voter F-R-A-U. <laughs> I mean, it pertains to our Discord. Our Discord. Yeah. Not the White House. So <laughs> Patreon.com. We're not saying the who's going to win is illegitimate. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not saying who's going to win. The Thea agent might have cognitive decline. Yeah, we're not saying dead uh, patrons have voted. <laughs> we're not saying one of them might have a son with a laptop. <laughs> we're not. Or, it's not about the White House. It's about the kitchen. Or the daughter with the diary. We're not saying any of that. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Red Pilt the Join the 
community and there's even talks of an nft in the future yeah in the future but nfts are all about community and that's what we're about too so uh yeah unlock double the weekly podcast uh 24 7 discord chat server which is you know it's exclusive it's private it's not open for everybody yep and you get to uh sleep good at night knowing that you directly supported the growth of the show i think it's an important show because we could easily be like you know what la gente muy cabezona you're never gonna get through to them they don't want to keep an open mind um so we're just gonna have fun man we're gonna we're gonna roast all these ideas and open up this uh fresh season 13 fine oh this, this is a, this a season finale yeah Oh, yeah. We need some... Come on, dog. We need some snacks. We got to pop bottles. Season finale. This is the last a mile out the dozen. Season 13, episode 156. It is 27 April, year of our Lord, 2022. I'm a stand-up comedian. Catch me in... When does this drop? Mañana okay, is yeah. 27. Catch me in Corpus Christi, Texas, May 5th through the 7th. Chingo de Mayo comedy weekend. Chingo de Mayo comedy weekend. I'm going to be having a... I'm promoting that all day today. Chingo the Mile Comedy Weekend, Corpus Christi, Texas, May 5th through the 7th, featuring the very, very, very funny Javi Luna, one of my favorite people, humans on this earth. Uh, also, we're hitting Arlington, Texas a whole weekend. These are a bunch of my Texas dates. Arlington, Texas, May 12th through the 15th. New Braunfels, Texas, May 20th. Lubbock, Texas. Haven't been there in a while. I, I think we're going to be at the office again. It's this really cool bar. That shit was to the gills. Yeah. It's like a big old honky tonk with a Dope. nice stage. To the gills. Uh, beautiful panhandle. Bryan, Texas, two shows. That's May 28th. San Angelo, Texas, June 3rd. Odessa, Texas, June 4th. Oh, my God. We're going to Austin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like Nashville with, like, L.A. mixed in. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, like, edgy and, like, dangerous but weird and hip and so gentrified. Austin, Texas, we love you. See you June 9th. Uh, hopefully, APD. <laughs> you might get stabbed. You might step on a needle. Or, yeah, they might indoctrinate you into some communism. You might leave a Marxist. I don't know. You might, yeah, like you said, step in some shit. You thinking you in San Francisco, dog. You thinking you have Mary, uh, I mean, uh, Gascon as your DA. Jesus. Jesus. And, uh, and also, just check out the website because we're also hitting Albuquerque this year, El Paso, Texas, Irvine, Ontario, Denver, Oklahoma City, Chicago, Phoenix, San Jose, possibly Waco. Stay tuned for that. Mm. Uh, Brea, California, Oxnard, California, San Antonio, Big Don, Addison, Texas, Big Don. And of course, we're working on Vegas, Salt Lake City, and, and Houston. Yes. My hometown, too. In my hometown. Yeah. Just stay tuned for that. Legalized Freedom mm. Tour, Chingobling.com. Sass. So you've been home for a week. You've been off the road. Uh, oh, yeah. How, how's it felt? Well, for one, I, I'm off of Instagram. I'm not on there. Did you get your new phone? Uh... It's, that's a whole long story. Okay, all right. Marisol needs to go back to AT&T today. <laughs> but shout out to April at AT&T. She was, uh, she was very helpful. Dude, she solved so many problems in like 20 minutes. I was like, hey, how do you take this Gates of Hell app off my phone? And she, she first, she's like, oh, yeah, hold it down. I said, no, no, no. I did all that. She's like, oh, yeah, yours is different. It doesn't say like permanently remove app. So she had to go into like the app store. Long story short, bro, I feel great. I'm at least 10% happier 10% less stressed, 10% more relaxed. Uh, I feel like I've taken command of my time mm. better. Um, you know, it's it's a little habit of um, everybody has their little soothing pacifier, their little go-to, like you're, you're bored, you have downtime, you're waiting in a doctor's office, you got 20 minutes to kill, you're, you're just trying to, and you end up, you know, it, it's like, what do you really gain? Well, I saw some cool shit, kill time. But it's like, okay, you could have looked at your to-do list. You could have made that phone call, called somebody back that's been pending. Or think of something, right? Just fucking do something. Even just sit there and do nothing. Just sit in your thoughts. And just, be, yeah, be comfortable being bored. So I've been sitting out. We've been uh, sitting out on the porch in the morning, uh, trying to just be off the phone, trying to have the screen time low, trying to keep the blood pressure good. Because uh, all this shit, man, you, we're just going to laugh at it. We, there's so many topics. Oh, my God. I mean, in the middle of trying to do your research on, like, doomsday prepping, mm -hmm. and I've been brainstorming about, like, what other show could we bring to the umbrella? To the catalog. Yeah, I think we might have to name it RPT Studios or something for the time being. You know, fuck it. Even if we don't love the name and we change our mind later, um... You know, so I, I don't want to pull the trigger or anything because I want the branding to be good and already kind of think it through. And there's ways to test to stuff like let's just say if we wanted to do a uh, a show just all about economics, mm -hmm. all about money, finance, economics, the dollar, crypto, all that. You know, it's almost like Sam Tripoli. Right. Yeah. I think we tend to we tend to think the same. 
in a lot of ways in terms of the shit we're into. Yeah. And he gave me great advice. He was like, he's like, bro, I'm not going to do his voice. <laughs> Please do his voice. <laughs> he's like, dude, you need to, you need to like think about what it is you want to, uh, what you like to talk about, you know, what are you thinking about? What do you want to learn about? And just fucking start there, dude. Like just think about that shit. What do you want to talk about? And, uh, you know, dude, Sam Triple is like my spirit animal. Cause he says the exact yeah, same Sam. things I'm, I'm saying, but he says it with such like on he's himself yeah, all, the time. all the time. Exactly. On air, off air. He's the exact same guy. Yeah. I did a guest spot when they were in town with Eddie Bravo. It was an honor yeah. for me to just, you know, kick it with all these guys and, um, and be on their stage. And, and he's like, he's like trying to force me some money here, dude, dude I got to give you some cat. I was like, ah. I was like, Sam, we good, man. Don't worry yeah. about it, bro. Like, <laughs> You know, like shit. Let me know what we could do for you. Right, we want, yeah. we want to represent the state of Texas and and the the H Town comedy scene and all that. So, so we'll talk more about all this stuff. But yeah, man, I feel great being off of Instagram. I haven't even looked at it. Like uh, my boy Juan, he's handling it. Like I'll send him memes, and I don't go to double check. Like, have you posted the meme? Yeah. Did, did you put that caption I told you? Or, or I haven't even gone to look. Like sometimes I'll just show him that I put it on Twitter or something. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, dude, I was about to post that one in a little bit, but I had just posted something else. I was like, oh, no, I'm just showing you that I put it on Twitter. Like, I'm not even looking. So what is on your phone? What, what have you decided to keep on your phone as far as social? Oh, oh I still got a bunch of shit on there, but uh, I still have YouTube. And, that's, that's a must. And the Creator Studio where you can go reply to comments. I, obviously, Discord. Um, I still have Getter on there, only if I need to go see if, like, War Room is streaming something. Uh, obviously, the Patreon app, but anybody that's a patron, a member at the... Uh, if you're on our Patreon, please get on the Discord. Please. Please do. Please do. Because that's where all the action is. Yeah. That's where, like, instead of asking a question and getting crickets in return, you can get 25 replies and you get roasted in the process. They might Photoshop <laughs> you a meme. Jesus. So today we're going to roast some of the agents. For be- sure. Because, hey, I'm about to be a bully in the pulpit. You know what I'm saying? Bully in the I got pulpit. A, I, I, got a, I got a big megaphone. Woo-hoo. So y'all can roast me in the Discord all you want. But yeah, I, I, I'm going to get you on this. Uh, it's like, dang, Chingo's a tyrant. Yeah, right. Post, <laughs> Totalitarian looking at Post that uh, 300 meme where it's like, I'm a, I'm a generous God. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, nah, <laughs> nah, I love it. And I, I love that uh, they don't cut us any slack. Not at all. That. Not at all. To the point where yesterday, I don't know if it was yesterday before, I, I even said, I might have to create a, a TIA timeout room. <laughs> and they're like, what kind of communist shit is this? Because <laughs> they were going in. So then I posted like the Game of Thrones, like the dragons. Like this is, I said, this is the Discord, the TIA Discord daily. And it's just the dragons flaming the whole fucking city. <laughs> yeah. Pretty so accurate. If you want to join. We had a service member last night join. And he jumped into the Discord, right? Oh, uh, uh, who, what, what? He was a new patron. Okay. Uh, and we came to find somebody, I think Scribe or somebody asked like, if he was a service member. Because everybody gets hit with, if you don't know this, guys, and we're going to get What's into the What's a service member? What do you mean, service member? He's military. Okay. Yeah, so. He, uh, I didn't want to assume. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, right. Can't assume these days. Yeah. Um, which we're going to get into a Zuby tweet that's hilarious, Fuck dude. Yeah. Priceless. Mm-hmm. But. He joined in, and somebody usually the one of the one of the runners of TI Agent of the Month, Giovanni, started this thing where he hits the new members with like five questions, like who's the greatest president in history? You know, what's your favorite fucking power tool? Which <laughs> which rapper did uh, ask Chingo Blink for a, for yeah, a photo? For a photo? All yeah. these things, and uh, they, all the running jokes. All the running jokes. Which one of Chingo's toes is bad? <laughs> Why did he miss jujitsu this time? How many days a month does he hit attend jujitsu? Oh, days a week? dude, it's been like zero for the longest. But, but go on. We got to get to that too because yeah. I asked about that. Um, and Who he, asked about that? Well, in, in Discord, you know, it was one of the one of the like running like like has he been to jujitsu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, he took a little bit to answer initially, and then everybody just jumped on him. Like, if you're gonna jump in here, you gotta answer the questions fast. So they're like going at him, and then come to find out, he was a he's a uh, I believe in the sorry man, I think it's army. Okay. Or Marines, 19 years. He's been overseas. Listen to the podcast. He downloaded a bunch of stuff and binged while he was overseas. Loved oh, the yeah, yeah. I remember that coming. Yeah, yeah and uh, it was just cool, man. It was just cool. Like, they jumped in, like, into the deep water, and you can just tell who, like, gets intimidated, who doesn't. And he just jumped in and started, like, going back and forth with everybody, bantering and having a good time. So if you jump in and you're not expecting it, I'm telling you now to expect that. Welcome to the arena. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Shit, that's how Elon Musk felt when he jumped in the Twitter game. Do you want to start already with that? Yeah, let's hit it with the Elon Musk. So as of today, it could be the next 24 hours that we hear, like, it's official, they've agreed. Like, so far, it's a tentative, they've come to an agreement, but there's still things they got to check off the list and whatever, whatever. So as the resident Twitter user, 
because I, I haven't used it in years. <laughs> and when I was using it, there was free speech. There wasn't even a conversation about can you say this? Can you post this? You it was the wild, wild west. Word. The days where Joe Rogan. Back when America was America. Back when America. Motherfuckers had thick skin. They weren't all politically correct. Don't let T.I. hear you say that. When when was America better than. When when in history was America better? When was better? it ever great when for us? When was it ever better for us? Well, hey, man, if you frame everything like a Marxist, I mean, damn. So these are the days when JRE was just starting, man. Uh-huh. A whole new world. Uh-huh. And now you're using it in a, in, a, in a point in time where as a comedian who should have the most free speech, you, you're scared of a tweet. You're scared this shit might get you banned off the internet. Yeah, uh, I'm making a note. I want to, speaking of Marxism, I want to yeah. talk about that, the, age, the pregnant Asian man that show on Netflix. He expecting? He's expecting? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we watched a couple episodes. Oh, you night. did? Yeah, yeah, because we try to do our homework, man. Nice. We don't just, real quick, guys, you know we're all about optimizing over here. We like to have energy. We want you to have energy. We want you to be as focused as possible because we got a lot of work to do. Y'all know we're dealing with a lot of stuff in this day and age. So Rob brought this product to my attention. It's called Magic Mind. I tasted it. It has matcha in it adaptogens a little bit of turmeric ashwagandha man it is a herbal supplement bro i enjoyed it so much that i'm hooked on it and i want everybody to check out magic mind you could do more and stress less with all stuff man it got like 12 active ingredients bro yeah the matcha the adaptogens the nootropics the honey i absolutely loved it before i even produced uh, introduced it to you i went ahead and tried it did like a little seven day run like they recommend loved it told you to try it you loved it i got my wife to try it she wakes up and says please have my magic mind ready next to my coffee fantastic you can take it alongside your coffee or replace your morning caffeine with it alone mental clarity sustainable it tastes really good Mm -hmm. and it does what it says it's going to do yeah like matcha already gives you a nice little buzz but once you talk about nootropics and nootropics bro you get a little mind this is me personal experience right Mm -hmm. this ain't no fda approved what i'm saying right here but it gives you a little mind buzz a nice little focus mind rush and i absolutely love it we're gonna hook you up we got a deal for you when you go to magicmind.co forward slash chingo that's right you get a deal all right they set it up to where the listeners could get a deal you put in chingo 20 mm-hmm. at checkout and that's gonna give you 20 percent off because we want you to try it get your first order save some money and see how focused you could get back to the show you know come at it like a triggered snowflake all right latino <laughs> what do they call us now there it is yeah i got a pin now the, um yeah. so anyway sorry before we get off track this Elon Musk Twitter thing, bro, it is so fascinating to me on so many levels. I mean, you have the whole like um, the FDI, you know, the whole like uh, 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 stock, you know, what what's the, the FCC or whatever, whoever FCC, these yeah. these uh, commission uh, regulatory bodies when mm-hmm. it comes to shareholder price, intrinsic value, and and basically like, is he offering enough? Well, he is offering a premium. It's like, but what is Twitter worth really? And all that. You got the financial aspect. Mm -hmm. There's so many aspects. One of the most interesting parts to me is seeing some of the reactions and some of the things coming from the liberals, progressives, you know, Democrats, you know, the Sean King. I think Sean King was like, he was like, I'm deleting my Twitter. I actually go ahead and pull that up for you right now. At its root. This is a tweet from Sean King. Everybody's uh, favorite white. Uh, black supremacist. <laughs> He's a white face of black supremacy. <laughs> ah, Martin Luther Cream uh, tweeted, at its root, Elon Musk wanting to purchase Twitter is not about left versus right, my brother. It is about white power. The man was raised in apartheid by a white nationalist. Hallelujah. That's South Africa, you know that. That's that's his lineage. You know that, Rob. That's his lineage. He is upset that Twitter won't allow white nationalists to target and harass people. That's his definition. That's a problem. Of free speech. That is that white man's definition of free speech. He is he he is cut from the cloth of apartheid, my brother. This is Martin Luther Sean Cream. This is a real tweet from a real human being. Okay, so this is like one example. I mean, how many people play? You got to play the clip of uh, Ari on MSNBC. This fucking guy. This fucking. You want to set it up for this guy? Do you want right. to set it up or just fucking play? I'm, it? No, no, no. Let me say, let me try to tee it up real quick. So, what have um, what have conservatives been crying about 
since before Trump got kicked off Twitter, while he was commander in chief. Meanwhile, you got the Ayatollah and everybody else saying death to America. And they could tweet that. All of the bias censorship, people that could just get removed from these platforms. And if not straight out removed, shadow bans to the point where you didn't even know that you've been removed. Yes. I mean, some of the accounts, bro, like, um, <sighs> dude, I, I need to write them down. Because I heard Jack Posobiec mention some of the accounts. And I was like, wait a minute. Some of these are just satire. Some of them are like, um, you might have, like Charlie Kirk. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He said, uh, uh, what's the name? Is a, um, it was a gender thing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, something to do with the swim team lady or, or, Leah Thomas or Rachel. Yeah, yeah, Leah Thomas type thing. And then um, Libs of TikTok. All they do is retweet and repost without any no editing, editing no nothing. editing no chiming in no caption they're just putting a spotlight on some of the crazies and some of the the teachers and just weirdo mm. rhetoric out there yeah you know people uh whatever so dude I, I, there's one that really stood out to me i was like what wait a minute that account is just a you know what I'm saying? Do you like, remember what, what it, was it a satirical account? Because I know I've yeah. also heard so many names thrown out there, and I some of them I didn't even know what they were until I heard that they said like this wasn't even like uh, a bias anything or a news anything or a political anything. It was just a satirical site. Yeah, a lot of that's what I'm saying. I, I'm gonna try to like make a list for next time. But anyway, the debate has been. Your MTGs, like uh, certain uh, Congress people on the right, Republicans that uh, actually got some nuts. You know what I mean? Like, Matt, was it Matt Gates? Mm-hmm. A lot of these people that they try to frame as like weird extremists, conspiracy theorists, like just whatever mud they could throw on them. But even the establishment Republicans don't like these people. These people are a threat because they're America first. They want to drain the swamp. They want to bring the power back to the people. More like populist, yeah. traditionalist, conservative, like just fiscal things and so on. That argument has been that the Silicon Valley oligarchs, right? These billionaires that all of a sudden people don't like billionaires owning shit, but you got Jeff Bezos owns WAPO, Washington Post. You got, um, I mean, Google billionaires, Mark Zuckerberg billionaire, like everybody, everybody could be a billionaire and buy shit. But the minute Elon Musk wants to say, you know, well, you know, I want to help free speech for uh, civilization. I want to help civilization. Now you got people, and I'm setting up this clip, MSNBC. Now the stuff that they're saying is like, have y'all not been listening to everything that people on the right have been saying? And literally this guy says the quiet part out loud. He, he Blame buried, yourself. He buried you don't even lead. have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees. Or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech, philosophically clear, open-minded helper. Who own all of Twitter or Facebook. Have, have or you noticed have you? that all the talking heads on the left, they have this smug, blinky blink. <laughs> they're, they're, they're good at straws, it. Yeah. I mean, they're good at it because... They're assigning opinions and they're framing things and they're leaving out context in in packaging it, packaging it as if it's uh, own all as, as if it's news. Facebook. You know right. what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. they present it to people like it's news and la gente se la se la traga like oh este este way pues tiene he has a point tiene razón way pues si si un pinche billionaire way like can you imagine like hey wait si un pinche billionaire owns the social media fool this is where we communicate dog policy may come it may be shaped public opinion could get shaped fool there's bots on there bro and they can just manipulate and amplify a story and bury another and if a, one of the papers wants to put out a story that might damage you know one of the candidates they'll bury it and they'll just suspend and and it's like that's what y'all been doing that's what they've been doing that's what you've been doing this guy buried the lead said the quiet part out loud you want to? You haven't seen this one probably. Let's even let's cue it up even further. Okay, let's 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 rather dive into it a little bit deeper. The whole free speech debate online is a difficult one to try to come, get across to people who don't see any of the opposing aisle or opposing views yeah. uh, perspective, right? Because they feel like what we're doing is protecting free speech, right? We're not letting you come on here with this whatever they think is garbage, which is almost most things. If you agree, uh, disagree even a little bit with anybody on the left, there you're off, you're gone, right out of the town square. So here's your boy, Mr. Potato Head, 
talking about some more nonsense here okay this motherfucker's so goddamn annoying oh bro. his just his bro just shave that shit off the, Brett like Steltzner we can never say Snellsner 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 I think that's a uh, that's a that's a an example of a broader question for Twitter which is if you uh if you get invited to something where there are no rules where there is total freedom you ain't uh, for, for everybody total freedom do you actually want to go to that party or are you going to decide to stay home? And that's a question for Twitter users. Some Twitter users might love the idea that there's going to be absolutely no moderation and no rules at all. Others might not want to be anywhere near that. Am I, am I crazy, Matt? No, no, you're right. And what, what happens to the advertising? <laughs> I mean, face. if there's no moderation or little moderation, do the right. advertisers stay away? What does that do to the, yeah. the business prospects for Twitter itself? I'm so glad Joe Rogan has more viewers than them. Oh, my God. I'm so glad because, you know... The type of discussion and discourse that happens on the Joe Rogan show, like, like if this if this conversation, like if Brian Stelter and these other people were in Rogan's studio, mm-hmm. and he's like, I, I just think everybody wants to be in a place with you know, in a place with free speech. I mean, come on, totally no rules, no unregulated. Uh, he's sounding German. You sound and like shit. that guy from that kid from the movie. What the was germ, it? the fat German kid <laughs> from The Simpsons. Oh no 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 uh, no! I'm thinking of. Uh, I don't know which movie I'm thinking about. Well, you kind of sounded like El Malito, El Malito from that movie you always reference. <laughs> was he was it Benjamin Buttons or what? Gilbert Grape? Yeah, Gilbert Yeah, Grape. that motherfucker. Uh, shout out to Johnny Depp and Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> anyway, okay, but here's my point. The way they're having this one-sided discussion mm-hmm. on this on the CNN channel, it's like, I mean, who was, this is a question that Twitter users are going to have to use. They're going to have to think about, like, do you want free speech where people can hurt your feelings and have a fucking opinion? If that was happening in Rogan's studio, he'd be like, well, I believe that discourse, and I, I feel that it's dangerous once you start to, you know, obviously you don't want, like, sure, nobody really think it's kind in society for you to be like a hate-spewing Nazi, you know what I mean? But, you know, there's a reason why the KKK had free speech and the ACLU sometimes mm-hmm. would fight for, you know, some free speech. Now, I don't know what they're doing. They're doing like Who a bunch knows? of activist shit, yeah. right? Uh, and they pick and choose. But, um, but yeah, that, that discussion could be more nuanced if it was happening in, a, happening in a podcast type of scenario. For sure. Where it'd be like, well, I'd argue, Brian, that, I mean, can we, can we acknowledge the fact that Twitter has been leaning i mean there's been reports can we look at the code there's been lots of reports of shadow banning and why are you who's in charge who dictates like oh um babylon b can't say well our man of the month is uh rachel what's her name levine yeah rachel levine you're gonna say say the other chick that's like black but white yeah the other sean king (laughs) Um, well let's talk about two things you just mentioned you mentioned code We'll get to the code in a second. And then one yeah. of the things he mentioned in that clip, the other guy, I don't know who was sitting next to Potato Head, but um, he said, what if it's bad for advertisers, right? Well, we know flat out that Twitter will not allow you to advertise certain things, which in, in you know, you could argue that it's bad for sh- uh, shareholders, right? Especially things like climate and political ads, like they'll just say no. So how is that any, they already do that, right? And now they're just speculating that maybe because people can, and they're also uh, super hyperbolic like it's not like it's you can say and do whatever you want there's still regulations there's still guidelines it's going to yeah. take a long time to roll back some of these things and implement whatever maybe new standards elon you know wants to to do whenever he takes it because people got to remember he's going from a public company he's private. private which is what people have been telling uh, conservatives or anybody that's going against the left to do right so we got to ease into it all that nonsense all they're doing is just inflating the heads of these crazy people that are yelling on twitter and another thing for uh for context Let's get a little zoom out a little bit. You still have Google, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You still got all these other platforms still controlled by the oligarchs, these uh, Silicon Valley liberals, right? They all have their values down to the engineers. I mean, it is no secret that damn near all employees in these tech companies lean left. Yeah. And if you've been indoctrinated in college and you've already been put all these ideas in your head where you do look at everything as systems and oppression and where is the power structure lie and which I want to get into that Asian, um, he's expecting yeah. show, uh, probably right after this, so we could segue. Um, but it is so hilarious to me. It's going to be so interesting to watch it all unfold. Like how long will these changes happen to implement now that it, it is private mm-hmm. and pretty much the deal went, uh, went through. Like, for example, 
they've been talking about making it open source, like the whole coding. Free the code, yeah. And then charging to verify yourself as a human. That way, economically, it don't make sense to have a bot farm putting out Russian propaganda. Well, there's multiple reasons why that's smart, right? Because Twitter as a whole has been losing money. And I heard someone break this down briefly, how Elon was playing like 5D chess because he knew that the earnings report was going to be coming out this week and knew how in the gutter it was. So he started, you know, this whole chess move, this whole game. I'm going to buy that hoe. I'll buy that hoe. Starts, you know, going up. And if they were to say no, when the earnings report came out, shareholders would see that, like, you just, you literally just (laughs) left all this money on the table and aren't looking out for the best interest of your shareholders. Hey, it's almost like if you were to break down all this stuff for layman, the layman, right? You'd be like, create a character that's like the hood Elon Musk, like Elandro, Elandro Montserrat or something, or like El Bionario del Barrio. El Bionario del Barrio. And you'd see, like to, t- to illustrate the story in layman's terms to, um, to somebody, you'd be like, yeah. And he'd go into the skit, right? Like Elandro Montserrat Musk, you know what I'm saying? He's just sitting there like eating some fucking palomitas. You see that new Raspa stand just came up? You know what I'm saying? That, that's where everybody be at. Mm-hmm. But they lean left. And he's like, I'm going to buy that hoe. <laughs> free, free speech for everybody. You can say what you want. Free the raspas. Yeah. So, so speaking of, um, like I was saying, a lot of these people at Silicon Valley and the, all, the, all the blue check marks. I mean, Sean King deleted his Twitter. All these people on the left, all of a sudden, are like, I can't be on this app because a billionaire might be able to swing things his way. It's like, first of all, I don't, I don't see Elon Musk. Like, for one, we don't trust him all the way. No. We're not going to put our pom-poms out just because he be on that Neuralink transhumanism shit. And, uh, you know, I'm a good Christian, and that shit scares me. It's the gates of hell, my brother. It's the gates of hell. But, hey, I know they're going to make it cool, and I'm going to want that shit. <laughs> I I'm going to want that shit. Put like, it on my new phone. Yeah, put the Instagram in my Neuralink. Put, put that bitch in my brain uh, so well, I can never delete it. We're well, going back to the verification that you mentioned how do you see that? Because I've heard two arguments to it, and I just want to see if you had any in- input on having the paid verification. Well, the, the argument I've heard, the opinion that was assigned to me. I like it. No, nah, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm all in, but I see what they're saying. Uh, basically, the argument was the reason Elon, the strategy is, is basically start charging like a small amount. Five bucks, I think. Yeah, I don't even know what it is, but basically you can verify, so he can verify all humans and kick off the bots. Right. Uh, you know, let's see if the bots don't take revenge on the humans after we remember that shit. <laughs> we remember that shit. You think we forgot, bitch. Uh, you kicked us off. Twi- Where's our free speech? Uh, Having a robot orgasm over there. Uh, we want to we wanna spam. Uh, Say it on my face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Grandma? Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, well, where, where my edibles at? Yeah, for real. You know, yeah, take so, them to the dome. But well, uh, we but, might have to do a show where we're like a little under the under the. Uh, oh, dude, say uh, less. High RPT, man, you ain't ready to hit the goddamn weed, boy. You say less, boy. Out here in the tree. Come on now. Hey, man. I, I mean, I'm gonna be here fucking ten hours today. Am yeah, I, we got a long day. day. Today might be the day. Today might be the day. R- right before the Zoom call. Uh, but all no, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> but also, it's another revenue stream. With Twitter not making a lot of money. Uh, from advertising. Well, also, it's like it's only based off of this 20, you know, fucking nine or 2009, 2008 model of revenue through advertisers only. You're but like, you're like, that's so Web 2.0. I mean, it is, man. It was a good day for the Wild Wild West of us. But also, if you want to make money for people that are invested in the company, yeah. you got to think of other things. So the verification, so you verify IP addresses. No more bots, none of this fucking bullshit. And what's good for people like you or people that like really use it to reach a large audience is that you could filter out your feed by only verified people. Yeah. Why would you want anything yeah. else? Why would you want to be going back and forth, interacting? With an egg. Trying to figure out. Yeah. And a lot of these, the bots, bro, they've been around for a long time. So sometimes you'll go check an account and just be like, was this shit created last week, last year? And mm-hmm. sometimes it'll be like, oh, they've been around since 08. And you'd be thinking it's a human. But this shit is all AI programmed to fucking sound like a human. Yeah. I've heard somebody say that it's a little, uh, what, I don't know if it was fascist-like or authoritative to have... Every, force everybody to uh, verify their identification. But it's not forced. You, could, you have the option yeah. to, to verify yourself, and in which case you would be filtered out on certain people. So if I didn't want to do it, and you're only accepting uh, replies from people you, I verify, see you. you just wouldn't see my shit. I mean, that's just the way yeah, it is. That's a setting. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know about the whole totalitarian forcing, whatever. If you don't like it, go buy your own Twitter. 
I'm so glad this African American bought this company. Damn right. Yeah. South African American. South African American. Living yeah. the dream. Who's who's worried about climate? Even though Sean King, the white boy, hating on a fellow white man, bro. What is that? It, guy it'd be deal? it'd be the ones look just like you, bro. What is that guy's deal? It'd be the ones closest to you, dog. Turn on you. You know what I'm saying? So uh last night we we did our homework. We wanted to watch a. He's expecting. <laughs> so before you even tell us what you actually uh, saw, what were you what were you expecting? Well, I was trying to check because I had heard somebody, I think it was a YouTube comment. They're like, oh, that's just, just a comedy show. It's just a comedy thing. It's not what y'all think type mm-hmm. of thing, right? And um, so I didn't know if it was just straight up woke, trans agenda, transhumanism, uh, postmodern, blur the lines of like <clears throat> critical critical theory, like critical queer theory, like just trying to fucking dissect it and mm-hmm. deconstruct and all that stupid shit so i was trying to figure out where the brainwashing and all that the persuasion so we're watching it okay and then we we put it with the voice the voiceover instead of reading oh of course but but some people say like nah you're supposed to enjoy it in its original form and then fucking read the subtitles which we might do if we watch another episode how many did you watch uh they go by fast i think they're like 30 minutes so before you know it, you watch about two or three okay. something crazy um Finally, right when the kids are all asleep and be able to catch up. Uh, so, so here's here's some things that stood out to me. And uh, spoiler alert, right? Because I don't want to fucking in case y'all fucking actually want to go be entertained and shit with this propaganda. It, it you ever see the movie uh, with Mel Gibson where he falls in the tub and gets electrocuted and now now he could read women's thoughts? I, I didn't see it, but I like what about. women want or something yeah. like that. So that premise in that movie, right? Um, on some film buff shit it's like that was a magical uh, accident moment that caused this uh rare change or you know all those magical movies where like people swap bodies it's like oh my god i'm in my mom's body and it's like oh my god you know switched you know what i'm talking about yeah. oh yeah yeah and, like uh uh there was a the, the guy the zach efron and somebody like switched bodies yeah it's been done fifty five thousand yeah. times like since the 80s and then even home alone where he's like I wish I didn't have my family. Like, I never want to see y'all again. When he's in trouble mm-hmm. and, they, and he, go, he falls asleep in the attic or whatever that was. Yes. Do you recall? Yes. Okay. And then the next morning, Kevin! Because yeah. they take off in a hurry and they miscount. Um, even then, that was like a point in the movie where it's like, okay, well, he didn't literally wish them away, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, this, this movie I think is Japanese, or this uh, series, it's a Netflix original because that was important. Like, did they license this shit? Right. Or are they actually, you know, really dictating a lot of stuff? And um, they never really explained. Like, the whole premise was kind of like him. It was this um, guy that works at a company, right? And he saw a report about, and they spoon they uh, spoon feed you the story big time. It's like, oh, I wonder what it's like to be pregnant. Like, huh. You know, sucks to be women or whatever, like just priming you, setting it up. And then he's watching a report on the news that's like, that's like, oh, a pregnant man in America. This, you know, very rare. And it's like, and he brings it up in conversation to somebody like, yeah, you know, the pregnant man in America or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and they're like, yeah, but no one's ever like met anyone like that, you know? And then somehow, some way he magically is fucking like having morning sickness. Oh my And God. it's like, wait, y'all didn't, there was didn't no. introduce anything. There was no like portal opened like okay motherfucker you don't have uterus where is this embryo you know what i'm saying and then the the chick now here's the part where i start to see the points they're trying to make it's almost like a snl skit that just they tried to milk into a season a whole series because this is what i pinpointed they were constantly having scenarios where he had to check his privilege he was having to check his male privilege like oh you know i don't get x amount of sick pain well where were you at jonathan it's like oh well you know i wasn't feeling well and it's like yeah now you know how women feel it was like a lot of now you know how women feel Mm -hmm. and then when i guess he had uh had sex with this um barista lady and he calls her to basically like hey i think you're the mom type of thing okay yeah which is stupid it doesn't none of this so he's not gay no, no, they would, nobody put him a little, uh, nobody put a baby in him. I don't know. So I know. Far, what you've explained doesn't make any sense. Exactly. It's like, 
there was never like a, a magical tooth fairy that came and said, oh, you want to be pregnant? Ding, ding. I did magic and poof. And that explains the belly. And, and then he goes to the doctor and they do the little sonogram. And it's just like, okay, is this a dream? What Dude, I was going to say that. Is it is it, at the end of the show, at the end of the series, you're going to get there and it, it's really just a story about an overworked Japanese worker who's having a dream because he's so stressed out at work. <laughs> he's about to kill himself. <laughs> about to kill, he's about to jump out the Foxconn building. Yeah, just for... Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> tired of making LeBron sneakers. Um, that's that's not Japan, sir. They don't have... The, it's a different, it's a different hey, thing. Hey, for the fucking show, just yeah. go with it. Like Luisa, I'll be having to be like, no, Luisa, ellos son vietnamese. Nosotros son filipinos. No, pues son chinos. <laughs> like, no, Luisa... Ah, pues se miran todos iguales. Sí. Pues, ah, pues pensaba que chinos eran chinos. <laughs> anyway. Um, let me, I, let, uh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it's one of those, what the fuck am I missing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What so, did you arrive at? The, the whole time I kept complaining to Marisol. I was like, I might be high. I was like, but this <laughs> is not based in reality at all. I was like, there's a huge hole in the script. That was like my whole thing. It's like, y'all could have easily acknowledged it was like an accident. He bumped his head. Now he thinks he's pregnant or so from episode one episode two it literally just goes like that he's not pregnant and then he is pregnant they never explain um yeah he slowly starts first he sees like the tv report and then he comments about like oh good thing men don't have to be pregnant because uh, you know i don't think we can handle that and and just little subtle things like that and then all of a sudden uh he sees the barista and he's just like yeah see you later like he's very cocky at first and then little by little like his beard starts changing and then he bumps into this other man who was pregnant and it's like oh, where where's the uterus where's this zygote embryo fetus i when i saw the the picture at first i thought it was just a made-up meme and then i come to find out it was a real show i wasn't even that upset about it i was like wow that's really weird well i'm sure we'll talk about it we'll get into it time went on this was like a week ago because it, it you know just came out mm -hmm. but we hadn't talked about it and then I kind of forgot about it. Other stories came into the news. And uh, now I'm actually more genuinely pissed about it because it doesn't make any sense. There's not even a real story there. And here's my biggest point. Besides that grievance, right? Obviously, it's like, who wrote this? Like, nobody raised their hand while y'all spending all this money. Yeah. Like, how is this not one of the shows that got canceled among the many that did? Yeah, exactly. So, obviously, I'm looking at it through the lens and the filter of okay, where's the indoctrination? Are y'all trying to prime the the society? Are y'all trying to normalize something? Like, mm -hmm. I'm already looking like, where's the pedophilia? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, where's the Marxism? Like, what, what is this some Disney shit? What the fuck going on? But one of the biggest things that stood out is the shitty ass group. And it, there's a hole in the story. It's like, you're not justifying. You're, there's no basis of any reality. And you're not also showing like, did he fall in the bathtub, get electrocuted? Like, is it a mutation? Is it a genetic thing? This is, this is where, this is what I advise the audience, all the RPT listeners, right? This is where, this is my take of what to look out for. What to look out for is the Marxism and the division, right? The way Marxists think and the way they view things is basically where do the power structures lie? Like who holds the power in this scenario? Mm -hmm. So they were constantly trying to show how, well, the, it's a male's world. This is systemically patriarch, right? right? And in the corporate world, they're giving all the bias to the men and not enough women are in, are in positions of power to decide and dictate how much time you get off or, or whatever. So it was constantly like, yeah, that's because you're a man and now you know how women feel. Or like, yeah, that's because it's a patriarchy. And that's what I think the young viewers, any like millennials, people who maybe aren't up on game with Marxism and how at the end of the day, they're trying to put these ideas in your head. And because, for example, some gender roles, I'd argue, are just natural. Some, not all gender roles are bad. Right. We don't all have to do the same thing, you know, in the same league against each other. Or like if in your family, it's better for the for the dad to stay home and be like the homemaker, you know, and yeah. the wife to go have the corporate job and be the, you know, wearing the suit and all that and coming home late, stressed out. Where's my dinner, motherfucker? <laughs> what are we in San Francisco? You know, I mean, if that works for you, if, if your wife is this badass CEO and you get to like chill at the park with the kids all day and take them to the jumpy thing and, you know, have wine in the afternoon, whatever, right? Watch the view. I wish. If that works for you, then so fucking be it. Yeah. You know, you're an exception. But I, I'm just always very weary of like um, 
people who always try to make the equity, equality thing so much to where they're forcing the gender discussion. Like, for example, like men, we fertilize. We don't get pregnant. That's you know, right. that's just how it is. We weren't born with a uterus. Our hips are shit. Everything, we're made totally different. Our job is to lay the pipe. You no, know I'm talking about, you know what I'm we, but like just the way we approach problems, like, I mean, bone density, there's just so many little differences. Can you write the Northman on your on the bottom of that paper? Because I, I want to bring Northman? up. Have you heard about this movie? No. Okay, great. But also before we move on, um, I just want to ask you about Netflix because we're talking about it. So you know about how many subscribers they've lost so far this year? I don't know the figure. Two hundred thousand subscribers. Wow. They I were wonder, expect, I wonder why. Right. Well, I'll tell you what they claimed, but they were they were expecting a huge boost coming into twenty twenty two. Were they claiming that? Well, due to the pandemic, a lot of new people signed up. On Friday, April 21st, so this was uh, almost a little less than a week ago, we, uh, we reported Netflix's announcement that they had lost over 200,000 subscribers since the beginning of 2022. The streaming company's recent decision to pull out of, Ru- pull out of Russia over the war in Ukraine cost 700,000 viewers. That's what they cited. 700,000 subscribers? Viewers uh, is what they said. So oh. the, the decision to pull out of Russia over the war in Ukraine... So they pull, I guess, obviously they're not in Russia. They're not, they don't have any viewers there right now. Okay. Although uh, that loss was offset by the acquisition of 500,000 new subscribers at the start of 2022. First of all, bro, I don't know where ESG score plays a role in this, Mm -hmm. but when has, when has there ever been a territory dispute or a war of some sort where American corporations all of a sudden punish just the regular civilian like basically you happen to be a russian and in the middle of in the middle of sanctions and everything else that's affecting your country you can't even watch netflix and it's like goddamn netflix why do y'all what 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 do y'all like are y'all virtue signaling you're we're gonna punish putin and force him to get out of ukraine because we're gonna we're not getting your shows back i have no idea how did what's the logic like what's Uh, the agenda there the i guess just punishing the economy but but like if you're on the board of Netflix and and somebody presents that like uh, uh, Mr. Garza, as you know, many companies have pulled out of of doing any business with Russia. Obviously, they we feel that they should not have uh, invaded Ukraine and yeah. so on. What's what's Netflix's stance? Ah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna shut off all their accounts. We're gonna no more viewership. You know, you're gonna use a VPN. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You're absolutely right. Like, you're just punishing the everyday, you know, the baker, the fucking laundromat person. That's mostly, yeah, especially when we uh, weaponize the dollar. Yeah. But all that all that foreign policy backfired. Did you hear the lady? Damn, I wish I wrote her name down, bro. The lady who used to be, I think, like, Obama's, uh, well, I think it might have been, like, Obama's Ukraine ambassador or something like that. Somebody from the apparatus, okay. the elites. You know, the globalist, the the Clinton camp. And she said in an interview, she basically said um, they would not have invaded Ukraine if Trump was in. She pretty much said that. She was like, yeah, well, Trump from the jump kept um, dismissing NATO. And why would you why would you invade if you already getting everything you want? And this and that, like basically saying, Hmm. basically saying uh, Putin would not have invaded Ukraine if it. Basically, saying, Trump was in. This never would have happened. And, yeah. then, and then somebody, a reporter in a random act of journalism, a reporter was like, So you're saying that if Trump was in office, it would have been better for the people of Ukraine? And she's like, Well, um, you know, <laughs> hypotheticals, I don't, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's, oh, it's time for lunch. It's time I'm going to circle back to this. Yeah, time for lunch. Next question, time for lunch. That's so funny. That's Ain't that some shit? You know, if you were to tell a lefty that, like, hey, bro, you do know that peace was breaking out when Trump was in office. It was just accord after accord. It was just all these countries getting along. Kim Jong-un wasn't tripping. Wasn't nobody tripping. And, you know? Yeah. I, I, I was trying to look for if I can find a video, but I can't yeah, find it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, but again, that's telling, right? But how many people saw this video that you're talking about? I haven't even seen it, right? Do you think that this might be one of those things that kind of slowly would have turned somebody's attention somewhere else if they were like, wait, 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 wait. what did she say? Have I been duped over the last four years? I mean, I think the average person that's just been really, really brainwashed to the left, and if if they're not, um, if their mind isn't ready to at least accept that the news is bullshit, mm-hmm. that a lot of these are just opinion shows, talking heads, they're trying to just fill the 24-hour news slot, they'll demonize you, they'll frame you. Like, I've tried to break it down. 
uh, this way a couple times where it would just come up. Like, look at how they jumped on Nicki Minaj within 24 hours of yeah. her saying a thing like, don't let them bully you into taking the medicine. Pray about it. And it's like, Psh, bitch, that's, that's, that's. What about this? Remember this? You know, and Joanne Reed was the first one on MSNBC. Uh, my daughter watches these little like YouTuber girls and uh, they're like two little black girls from uh, Toronto, right? And their mom is always on camera, like talking and stuff. She's like, well, it's time to read. And we're reading this one about successful, like uh, women of color, basically. And she gets, she's like, oh, and there's this doctor and there's this scientist. And this therapist saw that there weren't a lot of black female psychologists. So she decided, you know, it's all very like empowering. And, you know, in a way, I guess it's good pride and constructive uh, brainwashing, I guess. But then it gets to Joanne Reed. She's like, oh, and Joanne Reed is actually a da 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 And I'm thinking to myself, that lady is so full of shit. And it's unfortunate <laughs> that just because she matches y'all skin color and because this children's book obviously is going to highlight certain things only. Yeah. Not like she'll get up there and trash Nicki Minaj within 24 hours. Dude, ruthless, man. These people have no fucking moral compass. Yeah, they've tried to cancel the baby, Lil Boosie. And the fact that they haven't really been able to shut out a lot of these artists shows that if you have a um like a cult following just a really grassroots loyal audience you know like i feel we have it's hard to cancel you it's hard to shut you out like yeah. a joey diaz like oh this motherfucker said this one time and it's like it's joey fucking diaz relax he's making his comeback to stand up yeah it's i've been listening and it's crazy that um it's crazy that he you know he took that much you know Time took off. a lot of time off. A right? lot. I, I mean, the full two, two and a half years. Well, he did a couple movies and shit like that. True. Uh, speaking of movies, so mm-hmm. we'll end with this. I, I want to play this trailer, which I haven't seen yet, and then uh, read a couple of comments about it so it can kind of go in conjunction with what we talked about with he's expecting, right? And that whole left narrative. Fate has no mercy. Oh, shit. First of all, not a lot of diversity in this uh, Nordic <laughs> this mythical world doesn't have any black people, <laughs> Asians or Latinos. I didn't see not one trans person yet, you fucking bigot. <laughs> Interesting trailer because there's some beautiful shots, this amazing directing. I've heard best movie in the last decade. I mean, if the story's any good, I mean the visuals. This is the type of shit you'd want to see in a theater. 100%. I cannot escape my fate. Okay. Dude, that font. Yeah, right. Hold on, hold on. Oh, my. So it's, uh, it's loosely based on real uh, Viking events. No shit. And also loosely uh, based off of a, a Hamlet play or book i believe or script or something mm. i heard it was fantastic I've, I've, I've had three buddies that had watched it they all said it was fantastic so they all went to the theater yeah they went to theater bro we need something to bring theaters back for I sure i mean i don't know what the future holds like for example last night i, I believe it was um i don't know if it was, uh was it last night yeah last night we watched sing two yeah with the girls and um it was one of those where it's like What's it sucks that movie theater experience isn't like a thing as much right. anymore, you know, especially because the pan, you know, ever since the pandemic, I think people got out of the habit. Mm-hmm. And now you got so much video on demand and just convenience from home type of thing to where, especially if you got little kids and stuff, it's like, well, 
you want them to have a lot of the same experiences we used to have. But at the same time, it's like, man, we didn't have to get no car. Gas hiding the bitch. Where we go, they got they charge you for parking. Damn. So they just getting you. The gas would the the gas there would cost about as much it would cost you for all the snacks and shit inside too. You're looking at a two hundred dollar fucking at least trip, dude. Depending on how many miles you got to feed. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so that movie. Well, because you mentioned how how good it looked and everything, I wanted to mention there's a new Game of Thrones prequel coming out. I know you never watched it, but uh, the reports are that. House of, so it's called House of Dragon. Uh, House of the Dragon will cost roughly twenty million dollars per episode to produce. As a whole, Game of Thrones was also one of the like cinematically one of the best shows ever shot. Like hands down, HBO is killing it on so many fronts, right? So just wanted to throw that out there. The reason I played that uh, Northman movie and wanted to talk about it because I heard it was fantastic. I want to watch it. It's the first movie that I've wanted to go watch in theaters. Nothing's come out. Yeah. In the yeah, last couple of years. I mean, just based on that trailer, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so the Daily Mail reports, white supremacists hijacked the Northmen. Blockbuster starring Nicole Kidman features Nordic lore popular with alt-right groups who hail <laughs> its all-white cast oh as pure God. masculinity. Now, there's three screenshots from that trailer we saw. Macho aggression, loyal women, committed mothers. Loyal women and committed mothers is considered what? These are white traits? These are white, alt-right groups who hail all-white cast as pure masculinity. And then they said that the that the show is committed wives and mothers. Yeah. So and th- those are the examples that they gave. They're saying loyal wives and committed mothers are white and traits. macho aggression. And yes. That's white traits. Yes. That's that's alt right. Yeah. Okay. White supremacy. So I'm gonna shout out this other podcast, right? Which uh, it's not as good as this show, right? But I just none of them are. I just started listening to one of the episodes. It is called, um, it's by James Lindsay. Let me change. Oh, name. from the, the wrote the pandemic book? Uh, I don't know if he, uh, man, I don't know all the everything, okay. but it's uh, the name of the podcast is New Discourses by James uh, Lindsay. And um, he was talking about how, it's very fascinating. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how the educational system, to an extent, has gone from like indoctrination camp to like grooming schools. Like he's just breaking down the amount of like just the type of ideology that's making its way, whether it's social emotional learning and how they're blurring the lines to where they're able to get more social workers in the schooling system. So it like blurs the line between teacher and social worker and the social emotional learning and the equity, the diversity, equity, inclusion, which all sounds very warm and fuzzy, Mm -hmm. but they're even, I mean, DeSantis had to ban some math textbooks because of the... He does a great job of breaking down, like, Karl Marx, Herbert Marcuse, like, a lot. Where did, you know, Derek Bell at Harvard, where did... um how how Marxism works and how they look at everything, like power structures and the systemic part and how you can turn something concrete, abstract, the postmodern stuff of, like... But can two plus two equal five? Yeah. He said he was the one that um I guess was trolling some of these like radical people that think he he pretty much was like, Well, can two plus two equal five? They're like, Well, actually. Like that's that's what seeped his way into the educational system. And I I think Marisol and I had this convo where like I told her, You and I, we literally had this convo last night. I, I told her, I said, You and I are probably the last college going education where you could still make the argument that it might be worth it for you. Yeah. Right? Because even even when I was going, some people would be like, well, marketing, what, what are you going to do with that? It's like, the, what is that like to be a salesman? But I attributed to, I'm like the first one to go to college, and we didn't really know nobody that went to college. We didn't really know. We knew maybe a couple people went to like community college mm-hmm. maybe. But there was nobody to guide you and be like, look, man, if you if you uh, if you like these kind of subjects and you major in this, you could definitely get a job doing this. But honestly, you know what I'm saying? Like honestly, if you want to be an electrician or a plumber or anything like that, that's probably better. Yeah, or just as great or better. Have you seen the examples? By the way, we got to wrap up soon because we have a yeah, guest that's going to come on in about ten minutes. But so we got a little bit of time. But did okay. you see the examples of the uh, out of the textbooks that DeSantis claimed? Uh, no, let's hit him with one. So. Um, here, maybe you can see it from there better. Like, okay, this is an example from a math textbook uh, that DeSantis kicked out. It was, what? Me? Racist? 
More than 2 million people have tested their racial prejudice using an online version of the implicit association test. Most groups' average scores fall between slight and moderate bias, but the differences among groups by age and by political identification are intriguing. In this section's exercise set, exercises 103 and 104, you will be working with models that measure bias. So they snuck in a little bit of racism, prejudice, and uh, some implicit association tests. So there's a couple other ones. We're not going to go through all of them, but even CNN reported this. Obviously, it was just buried in their website. But if you want to go see the graphs, the numbers, and how the the problem-solving things were kind of laid out, you can go read about it. Very interesting. Uh, So let's roast some of the members of the the, uh, When do we announce the winner? That's a good question, man. So you want to do it uh, today? You want to do it right now? We end the podcast with it for the last five minutes, or do you want to sure. wait? Okay, they waited to the end. You're right. You're right. So how do we set this up? How do we set up agent of the month? I don't even know who won. Well, we're supposed to decide, but we. So what we had done yesterday, I texted Chingo about about this, and you know, we we decided who was in the running, the top three. We had uh, some people might call you know, Giovanni the Democrat. Some people might call well, okay, got it. Some people might call Jess the Republican, and and uh, I feel like Juan Big Stoner is like the Libertarian. independent, the Libertarian the independent the down there. So uh, I'm gonna pull up real quick the results. The we decided on five. It was but Giovanni's not really Democrat, right? No, You're just saying in terms of the, <laughs> in the right. in terms of the Discord terms. Got it. But uh, here, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, five was the like I didn't know how many people because it's so hard to get people now from that are on the Discord to go back to Patreon and do anything for the oh, most part. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, once yeah, you're there, yeah. you're like you forget that. Yeah. The why only, would, yeah. Yeah. You only consume the podcast and videos there. You don't really go and interact in the in the in the chat there because uh-huh. there's not really a chat. But uh, you needed five votes to qualify for the final, right, for today. And uh, Giovanni got 16 votes, Jess got 12, and Juan Big Stoner got nine. So oh, they, wow. all, they all bent the five qualifying votes mm-hmm. from the popular vote. So Giovanni mm-hmm. won the popular vote by a landslide. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. The elector. Uh. The, yeah. So now the, the electors, being us, will decide the fate of the TI agent of the month. So... Do you want to leave them with a cliffhanger? And we discuss this in between episodes. <laughs> Do we rig this election? Um, because the comments in that exchange is pretty hilarious. One including uh, Giovanni that said, if I don't win, I will storm the studio. So you're going to storm the studio. It's going to be a, um, a protest that, that turned into a riot. Yeah. Um, West Tech said he mailed his vote in. Um, oh, he did his via mail. So we, we got to wait. <laughs> we got to wait for some of the mail-in ballots to make it here. Dropbox. Just here, use Dropboxes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some 2,000 people, mules. Some people were selling their votes for a dozen of tamales. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that, not knowing that. Do you we don't to, know everybody's legal status. We don't know. That, yeah, everybody. we don't know who voted twice. Yeah. We don't know if anybody voted for themselves, which I'm sure they all voted for themselves. So yeah. we'll have to try to solve that problem next time. But... He won the popular vote. Now, the electors being you and I, do you want uh-huh. to just go ahead and give our, our pick for TI agent uh, of the ahead, month? Go ahead, Rob. Let me hear what you got. I mean, I'm going to just make the case here that not because Giovanni funded my Power Tool uh, uh, account, okay? Not because he suggested things and also came through with the Cash App at RobGTV. Um, he's got to go ahead and take it. He started being the, uh, the flamethrower in the Discord. Mm-hmm. And other people have definitely also picked up the pace along with him, but he was the OG. He reaches across the aisle because he's also a her lounge that, uh, patrona. That's true. He's a compadre. Well, so is Jess, though. Correct. Yeah, but Correct. she got no shit for it. People were calling uh, Gio- Giovanni a double agent yeah. for spending too much time in the Herlounge Discord. Yeah, and then he did, he did say that Herlounge Discord is more um, constructive and they, they build each other up, and they, we just roast each other and make Photoshop memes. Yeah, absolutely money. right. He said that. He did mm-hmm. say that. So that might be a... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't miss that one. Yeah, I missed that one until you I caught that now. slug. That might be a little bit of a deduction in, in yeah. points there for it's me. It's something to take into consideration. Yeah. Um, Juan Big Stoner, he's I all, mean... Yeah. He's always uh, sharing lots of information and knowledge. He makes a lot of people feel like they can learn, they can be better. A lot of people that can rest at night. Like, if he was in charge of the Discord finances... Yeah. Like, the National Treasury budget... Yeah. Yeah, we'd definitely be in the black. Yeah, but I'd audit him frequently because he might be a little impaired and not remembering where money goes, you know, and funds and tokens and NFTs. And when it comes to survival, Jess Tier is very hands-on. As you can see, she made the uh, <laughs> the coconuts. <laughs> Which, it's, by the way, you didn't even notice my new hat. I got the no, new... No, I did notice. Oh, okay. Yeah, got, that's an amazing hat. Got the new Space City Series hat. That Yeah, yeah. That's like the new... Uh, the new logo? The, the new, new season. Yeah. What size is your head? Seven one eighth. Really? It's a little peanut, yeah. It's not that, it's not that small. It's a little um, peanut. So yeah, so that's, that's our three. I said I've, I'm going to go ahead and vote for Giovanni. You, oh. either, you either vote for somebody, we have a tiebreaker, and then figure out uh, 
how the house decides or you pick someone? Um, let me see. The spot Now it's all on El Capitan, the Masa Messiah. It's only two of us voting on this, bro. You're right. So now if, if you disagree with me, then we have to have some kind of, uh, maybe the Discord chimes back in. Well, some people say Jess Tier used, um, a, what is it, a, a public server uh-huh. mm. for her emails. Right, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Cognitive Decline. Cognitive Juan, Decline. Juan Big Stoner, he be, he's a big stoner. True, that is, yeah. Mm. We might have to have a runoff here if you disagree with me, though. Yeah. So it's all up to you, man. A runoff? How are we gonna do? Oh shit! Okay, yeah. Um, I think I want to be inclusive and diverse. I'm all about equity. Okay. And I think we need to have a female in the running. So uh, let's go ahead and let Jess get it <laughs> this month. Okay. So we need a tiebreaker now. We need a tiebreaker now. So all right, guys. It's a cliffhanger. Now. It is a cliffhanger. <laughs> We're gonna have to figure out how the runoff is gonna work here. <laughs> like these motherfuckers. <laughs> I kind of thought, I kind of thought, honestly, I don't know if the coconuts sent Chingo over the edge, but I thought he was going to pick Jess, um, and I think most people thought I was going to go Geo. so that's kind of how it is. I mean, Juan Big Stoner, that, that was like a, that's still like yeah, he's, a, a great uh, candidate. Yeah, but you if, know, you know, if you're not first I, I was just trying to go with the uh, diversity inclusion, you know. Make, that make that would be you. That's your roots from watching The View coming back yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I drank way too much soy back in the day. It's, it's still in your system. Yeah, All sure. right, we'll figure out the runoff. For sure. So, yeah. We'll pick up the convo in the Discord. They're gonna be like, "Give me my hour back." <laughs> I listened to all that. I gotta love this. We episode. gotta come up with a better. You know, hey, it's still a runoff. It's the first one. Yeah, it's a runoff. You yeah, know? it's like that was like the initial debates. Yeah, maybe somebody, so. Basically, yeah, Juan Big Stoner is Tosi Gabbard or, or Bernie. <laughs> He's Bernie. <laughs> he probably don't like Bernie's policies. He's like, what yet. the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, but shout out to Juan Big Stoner. Um, I picked up a couple new audio books. Same, uh, I got the basic, Thomas Sewell. Which one? Basic Economics? Uh, no, the uh, one with the essays. Dude, I, well, I downloaded a lot of them. Was but it Dismantling America, I believe? That, that's the one that I'm like probably halfway done with. Yeah. Very good. And, um, and then Basic Economics, I just started that one. Nice. All right, y'all. Uh, this, you know, enjoy your day. It is Wednesday. And uh, Legalized Freedom Tour coming in hot. Next stop, Corpus Christi. Uh, hit the website, chingobling.com. Don't forget to join the newsletter. And we'll see you in the Discord. Sass. Traffic jams tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.